Sanctity of Human Life Sunday was yesterday, January 21st, 2024. Um, It's often considered a religious holiday, but what does it mean for the bereaved parents' community? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Paladula Podcast, where we navigate the journey of pregnancy after loss. Join us for heartfelt stories, expert insights, and a supportive community as we explore the resilience, hope, and healing that accompany this unique chapter in life. Don't forget to subscribe for a compassionate space where no one walks alone. So let's talk about the history of Sanctity of Human Life Sunday first. It began as a presidential proclamation by Ronald Reagan in 1984. He recognized January 24th of that year as the 11th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, and he designated that day as National Sanctity of Life Sunday. Roe v. Wade was a Supreme Court case that eventually struck down state laws restricting abortion before six months gestation and giving women the legal right to abortion. In contrast to that court decision, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday recognizes and celebrates the value of human life from the moment of conception. The idea of the sanctity of human life has always said that human life has intrinsic value. It is precious, and it is always impermissible to kill an innocent human life. Let's delve into this a little bit more. The value of a human life, any human's life, is absolute. The value of life is not affected by the situation into which a a baby may be born, or whether he or she was even born living. All human life has absolute value because all humans have been created in the image of God. So a person's value is not based on the perceived quality of his or her life. It's not based on what they do or who they know. Rather, his or her value is based simply on the fact that they are a human being. I believe this because I believe every human is made in God's image after his likeness. But whether or not you are a Christian, I think most of of us... (laughs) believe in human rights and the value of human life. So, even fatal diagnoses, birth defects, diseases, etc. should not have an effect on whether a child has the right to have his or her life be valued. So, if the Sanctity of Human Life Sunday began as a pro-life, pro-choice debate, why are we talking about it on a podcast that discusses life after pregnancy or infant loss? Well, I believe the idea of sanctity of human life is incredibly important for us as bereaved parents. I've heard from so many moms who hate the fact that once their baby died, they were no longer treated with respect. Often, once a baby dies, medical professionals stop referring to a baby, instead using the term products of conception. This dehumanizes our children and any child who lived and died, and it devalues the grief of us as their parents. Also, the fact that the baby lived is so often downplayed. Because before that baby died, he or she lived. But parents are told, at least you can get pregnant, or, oh, you're young, you can try again. And then parents are expected to just move on. They're not given this space to grieve the monumental loss of their baby's life. As a side note, we don't do that with any other death, that of a grandparent or a friend or a sibling, so why do we do that with the death of a baby? 
If we truly believed in the sanctity of human life, I believe our response to death would be different. We would be more gracious. We would grieve together more often. But also, we would do more to protect babies in the womb. And I'm not talking about being anti-abortion, although I personally am against abortion. I'm talking about taking measures to prevent miscarriage or stillbirth. So many moms who are wanting to become pregnant after loss or who are pregnant again do not receive the kind of attention and care that they should. I mean, in my own journey, I faced a lot of obstacles. It took me years to find anyone who would listen to me about the issues I believed were causing my own infertility and loss. And then once I did get pregnant again, I was denied the tests that I believed might help prevent the loss of this baby. And I know this is the case for so many, and so many face even more obstacles than I did. The medical profession often operates based on the idea of quality of life rather than sanctity of life, meaning they decide whether a baby is worth medical intervention or help to live and thrive based on what that baby's quality of life would be after he or she is born. It's been shown time and time again that medical professionals are less likely to intervene in cases of poverty, poverty, goodness, or racism, or even diagnoses that may lead to special needs. This is why black mothers and babies are more likely to die during labor. This is why impoverished communities have a higher rate of stillbirth or maternal demise. And this is why it is suggested that babies diagnosed with trisomy 13, trisomy 18, Down syndrome, etc., be terminated for medical reasons. In all of these cases and more, their quality of life is deemed to be too low to save their lives. In fact, in my own personal experience, my parents were suggested or were were told that the best course of action um, was to terminate their pregnancy with my twin and I, because my twin sister would be born with severe medical issues. Um, thankfully they chose not to terminate their pregnancy and my twin and I are alive and here to tell the story. So anyway, what can we do to change that? Well, if we keep talking about the value of our children, their value, whether born or pre-born in heaven or earth side, maybe we can change the narrative one person at a time. We can remind the medical community of their vows to do no harm. And we can bring light to the fact that their devaluing of our children's lives is bringing harm to their parents, to the children, etc. We can encourage other bereaved families that their babies' lives matter. It has so much value. Their babies are precious. And maybe we can help other pregnant after loss moms to be able to advocate for their unborn babies. I feel like there's a whole lot more to be said, and I'm not sure exactly how to say it. So thank you for listening so far. And if you'd like, comment in the show. um, Comment, note places where you can comment on a podcast. (laughs) um, And let me know what you think. But in closing, here's a reminder that all of your babies are loved and valued, and so are you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us today on the Pal Doula Podcast. Remember, the journey of pregnancy after loss is unique, but you are not alone. Stay hopeful, dear Pal Mama. Until next time, take care.